So, who would like to start? Mr. Barnes, why does Sam aggravate you? 15 seconds to drop. So what's our plan? Great. Superheroes cannot be allowed to exist. I have no intention to leave my work unfinished. Welcome back to the one and only Minority Report Film Podcast, the review edition. And this is your colorful perspective into the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episodes one through four. We are back. We're back with our uh, MCU uh, wrap up for the series that are dropping on Disney+. Plus. Um, we're here. We did our WandaVision. If you haven't listened to those, go back and check it out. And now we are back for these last three episodes of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The team is here. My name is Raul. And here with me, I got my boy, Moshama. Hello, everyone. I also got Miss Drizzy Dre. What's up? And coming back on the pod, revisiting here uh, to hash it out with us, uh, bringing back his uh, unique flavor. Is uh Mr. Kobe Mac from Kobe Told Me. What's up? Yo, 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 what up? It's your boy Kobe Mac and I'm boom, 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 back. He is back <laughs> on my Orange Report Film Podcast. <laughs> 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 oh man, we're gonna get into it. Before we do, make sure you give the show a follow at M Report Pod on Twitter, on Instagram. Make sure you check out the website for any and all new content. That's mreportpod.com. And if you do the Facebook thing, Minority Support Film on there. Yeah. Today on the report, the full spoiler review. We're getting into it. We are hashing it out. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, episodes one through four. We're going to fly through one, two, three. And then we're going to talk about four uh, a little more in depth. What happened this latest episode. Uh, and yeah, and just uh, get into it. Maybe talk a little bit about what's happening Coming in these last two episodes. So here it is. Falcon Winter Soldier. Following the events of Avengers Endgame, Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes team up in a global adventure that tests their abilities and their patience. Series is created by Malcolm Spellman and directed by Carrie Scotland, starring Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan, Daniel Brühl, Emily Van Camp, Wyatt Russell, Clay Bennett, Aaron Kellyman, and Florence Kasumba. Oh, man. Uh, Shama, give us a reminder real quick. Uh, when is the series set? The series set about six months after the events of Endgame. Like almost almost like four and a half months after One Division. So, so okay. So, wait, you said what? Four and a half months after One Division? You know what you said? Yeah. I, I, you know what? I never even considered where they landed together. Not but, at all. Not till just now. <laughs> and you know what? Now, I think now. I'm slightly annoyed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think annoyed? I am too. I don't Hold know. on. So, and what, real quick, for the, for the audience, remind us, what is the year in this continuity? It's 2023? 2020, 2024. It's 2024? Hold on. Yeah. Okay, cool. All no, right. no. Wait, wait. I'm good. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Was, was this... <laughs> You haven't even started. I'm, I'm confused. Was this not supposed to be the first 
series the first this, this was supposed to be the first series and and um they because like they, they don't have to follow it in the t- in the same timeline like uh, like the time itself but the point is that, that there's no mention of what's happening there unless we understand what are they going through and then looking at the four seasons of the year and what's happening that's but fair Kelly that's fair. in an interview she she said like it's about six months so, That's so interesting to me. Like, I'd like, <laughs> and in one division, we know that like it. Uh, he said like it, it was two weeks, you know. So we I know understand that. they don't cross, but there's still something about just knowing that this was supposed to be first, but it takes place months after, you know. So they, I don't know. There's just something that just feels off there. Um, but hey, let's give our quick general thoughts, Colby Mack. I'll start with you, Colby. Uh, general thoughts on, uh, on this the season. The series, because we don't know if there will be another season. Uh, the series so far. <sighs> <laughs> Yo, I was really looking forward to this show, especially after WandaVision. And honestly, now that we're weeks removed from WandaVision, I, I went back, I rewatched the entire series, and I feel a little bit better. I'm still annoyed, justifiably so, on a lot of the things that happened and a lot of things that didn't happen. But I was so geeked and excited for like, the MCU kind of getting back to what I think it does best, right? Character moments centered around amazing action and then, you know, kind of culminating in something that's really, really important and really, really big. So far, I'm getting character moments, some actually really great character moments, right? I'm not getting a lot of action or at least action that I think is like to the potential of what this, uh, uh, of what Marvel does. And I have no idea where we're going, why we're going there. And there's only two ep- there's only two episodes left. So um I feel like I'm back to where I was um you know three quarters of the way through with WandaVision. So I'm holding out hope that these last two episodes really kind of like you know change my changes my entire opinion on the show. I hope that none of these actors tweet out anything like oh can't you just gotta wait till episode seven it's gonna be a big and i think there was something like that but like i've kind of like thrown it off right um so yeah uh my general thoughts right now is like uh, i hope we get someplace please all right <laughs> i hope we get someplace please that's exactly where you were uh wandavision last three episodes uh shama where were, I'm a where little you bit, at? Uh, more optimistic than uh colby like, um, I wasn't a fan of episode one. And then I got so engaged with episode two. And I expected the action not to be on the same level like the movies. We know that at the end, it's a TV show. And it's not Game of Thrones. Like, they will not, they will, they will not put this much amount of money in every episode for the action sequences. But their plan in the production afterwards, when they are filming movies, to use, to use lots of the production sets and what's happening for the other TV shows coming in 2023 and 2024. So this quality will increase by time. I had some issues with uh, episode three, uh, especially with like um, with the, the transition between between moving around. Lots lots of things happened that could have been divided into two episodes that uh, and uh, and and explain everything clearly. But I loved episode four. Like the action level was. Uh, better the visual effects um has like more um you see like the expenses you see like the effort done in it and um, the way this the series is going like especially like we have two episodes left um is as i expected you know i expected something related to 
we had this is spoiler review, so related to Wakanda to happen, especially when they announced the Wakanda series before we started watching Falcon and Winter Soldier. I actually agree with Shama a lot. I did not like the first episode, and then I slowly <laughs> liked it more and more. Um, I loved episode four um, from start to finish. I loved what they did with Bucky. We got a lot of emotion out of him, which was really exciting. What you say about the special effects. Um, Marvel always does a great job with special effects. However, it's been a very long time, I would say since Iron Man, that I saw a special effect that looks weird. And it just... It did not look well done. And I think they had a hard time with it. Like this particular shot. Um, do you know what shot I'm talking about? No. no. I don't know what shot you're talking about. But, but I had some From episode two, right? Episode one and episode two. two? Tama just agreed with me. No, I, I agree. Know what shot I, was talking about. <laughs> I agree with some problems. Like, I couldn't stand the, that. that, that what what that shot are you talking about? Episode two. There's a shot where Bucky jumps down from a building and starts running. Oh yeah, really fast. <laughs> it's a little. And I was like, yeah. you know what? Yeah, that was it, real it was in, weird. It was in <laughs> yeah, the best that running has ever looked, in my opinion, in like a superhero movie, was in Captain America: Civil War, when you have uh, Captain America running after Bucky, and like just how clean he looked going at that speed. It didn't look jerky. Yeah. And here, it looked really kind of like hokey, like. I don't know. It was like kind of robotic. I don't yeah, know. It was weird, but it, it did. I would say yes. It looked a bit robotic. Um, it wasn't that I couldn't believe he could run that fast. It's literally just the execution. Yeah, looked a bit odd. And I bet you that person who was doing that scene was like, "It still looks." Well, they were so frustrated. Like I can't get it to look right. I'm trying all these things. And I don't know what you can do to like um, fix that because like that's not it's not done practically, right? Like I, it's so I, funny. I was I watching mean, I a know. I was watching a TikTok. <laughs> last night surprisingly and it was showing the scene of how like the vampires in in twilight were running fast and like they're being pulled on a car and they're running on a treadmill at the same time so they're still mimicking actual physically running but it's like being sped yeah. up you know i don't know if we should use i don't know if anybody doing cgi should use twilight <laughs> as, as a just, jumping just off how like natural the running look but the fact that we already Listen, have a basis Marvel, of seeing it yeah Marvel knows how to do running. I think something just happened with framing <laughs> and just like proportions and speed. Like this, something just went wrong here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the special effects were good. I love the story so far. I like what they're, I love the characters' journeys. Um, I think they were very important. I don't think we could have um, thrown the Falcon in as Captain America. And I think that was a smart choice to take us on this journey um, and having somebody thrown in as what America thinks a Captain America should be and seeing the reality of that. Uh, I think it's really good. You know, uh, you know, Dre, Dre threw a little shade on Twilight there. But uh, Twi I love Twilight. Twilight is actually one Listen, of her favorite spoof it's, comedies. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> spoof comedies. Wow. Spoof comedy. Okay. I yeah, it's a vampire. Watching Twilight. That, at all. That's a that's a vampire spoof, right? That's Jeez. what that movie Whenever is. Whenever I just I need know, like man. if I've had a rough week and I just need put a good laugh, I just put it in. <laughs> Yo, the you first one is like actually a, the first one's a really good movie. It's a good teen like you know sci-fi. That's fiction, my favorite, right? <laughs> but I don't think it's, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. It works, Everything else after that—that's really, definitely where the comedy is. 
And we'll, no, no, no. The first one is hilarious. Like, you need to watch it with us. I'm sorry. We're getting yeah. off topic. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, man. So, um, my general thoughts. I don't want to repeat a lot. I know I echo a lot of thoughts. Um, I'm very meh on this season, on this series. Uh, just, I'm not excited about it. Um, you know, that first episode, oh, my gosh, and how it ended. Um, and... I don't know, just that the, 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 there's something I, I respect the character development, but there is something about uh, this series that just doesn't have me hooked. Um, and as much as I really like uh, Falcon and I really like Winter Soldier, you know, I love Sebastian Stan as Winter Soldier. Um, there's just something about the series, the way it's brought together, that just does not have me fully engaged. Um now, a lot of people are like, oh, well, this is just, you know, uh, character driven. And listen, I really loved WandaVision and WandaVision is character driven. Yes, the plot is much more complicated. <laughs> it is character driven story. Um, and this this is I don't know. There's just something that feels like I, I want more. And I'm just not getting it. It's missing. Um, something. I, it's missing something. It There's is. something it missing. Is. Yeah, it's called the and we're going to get into the premise. It. The promise of the premise. What is the point? <laughs> Honestly, I've never, I've never watched something I like. Where's like the MacGuffin at? Maybe that's what I need. <laughs> what was the point? But I, the I would judge to the take whole show. This... Sure. Well, I mean, the point behind the writers, uh, the point behind the writers, is to get us to understand how there can't be like you can't just throw somebody in Captain America, like. And, you know, you can't throw anybody in anybody's role. Like, you can't just throw somebody in as Iron Man. You can't just throw somebody in as Captain America. You can't just throw somebody in as Black Panther. Okay. Actually, right, I was concerned when I knew that this writer is writing the show. Because, like, I, I did not enjoy Truth Be Truth to Be Told, the Octavia Spencer uh, show on Apple TV, and he wrote it. And most of most of his work, I had, like, problems... Um, digesting them you know ingesting them whatever it is um but i said like okay this is the mcu and uh, carrie scotland she she's good in directing uh, all these episodes that she, she did in the big shows so um it's still not that not bad but um my overall judgment will happen at the end like it's only six episodes total Okay, okay. shama says we're gonna see what's gonna happen <laughs> we're gonna see what's gonna happen <laughs> All right, let's get into this. First, we're going to get into these highlights from episodes one through three. So we introduced Bucky. You know, we got Bucky and Sam. They got uh, they're in, in in real life, life after all the craziness of uh, the Infinity Saga. Um, you know, where 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 we see Sam, he has to he turns in the shield to the government. To I don't know if I'm the only one, but like. I thought he was turning it into a museum. Is that what? I, like, I think he thought so as well, right? Yeah, he thought so. He he thought like he's going to the museum. Like uh, they just like deceived okay. him. So then we see that he's broke. He's underappreciated. Even though why are all these Avengers broke? Yo, they're all broke, bro. Like this is absurd. Um, he's broke. Even though he helped save the world, he's underappreciated. He can't even get a loan to save his family's boat and business. Um. The fact that an, an Avenger cannot get alone <laughs> is wild to me. <laughs> like, anyway, uh, then we see Bucky. He's facing uh, all of his demons one by one. Literally, he has a list of them. 
and uh, and he is trying to face him and cross him off his list. You know, uh, people that have been affected by you know his decisions or great well, not his, it's a really great other scene. people's decisions using him as a Winter Soldier. We see him go on a hot date, which was one of my favorite scenes, <laughs> and uh, and then he walks away on that hot date without saying anything. That's just rude, bro. You don't just walk out on a date. That's wrong. He's going through a lot. So give him the benefit of doubt. And he told me, I have a skin right, condition. He's going through a lot. You're giving a guy that walks out on you on a date a second chance? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's You got to at least say, listen, I'm going through a lot. I'm sorry. Like, we were scheduled. You dip out. All right. Um, and the episode ends with the introduction of, quote, unquote, the new Captain America, who gives a, a thumbs up and winks at the camera. Um, you know, it's just it's wanna slap him. <laughs> I think everyone it's like so so there like you know we're seeing Bucky and uh and Sam watching it on TV and it's like he's winking at the camera that's televising it within this world. But really it's very tongue in cheek, right? It's very meta. And it's very like he's messing with us, the MCU fans, very much, right? That Dre already said this. You can't just drop someone in. And say this is the new Captain America, and it's like someone we don't know, and, and so that's intentional. And it's intentional, like even to hate him, you know. <laughs> so, so that episode one, you know, it feels like a lot happened, but also nothing happened. That's how I feel. Colby, did you feel the same? Absolutely. Um, it's so much. It's very innocuous. Like, if anybody who's listened to this knows that I'm having a really big problem with Marvel Phase Four. Um, Endgame is one of the greatest superhero movie stories ever told. And the weight and gravitas of that story and how it's ended, turning, you know, everybody getting dusted into like this joke of a blip. And then us really not being able to like I don't feel any um any 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 weight of this world. This world feels very flimsy to me. And I think that's why I'm not becoming invested um with these characters, because I truly don't believe in any stakes. Granted, should all your stakes be like kind of like unfolded in episode one? No, but now that we're four episodes in, I have no idea what the stakes are. And the the thing is, I can't believe it in any of these characters. I feel like in episode one, there's some really great things that are like touched on, but it never goes deeper, right? Great scene with Sam and his sister at the bank. It doesn't go deeper. Why don't superheroes get paid? Now, granted, that shouldn't be the crux of the entire show, but it's kind of never talked about it again. And it's a really big thing because it's it's a very human thing, right? Um, also, there's like this dilemma of like, okay, one, it must be really easy to recreate the shield because if this is only six months after the events of en- Avengers Endgame, right? Um, keep in mind, Cap's shield is literally sliced in half by Thanos. X amount of time between when Thanos loses to Cap going on his journey, he has another shield, right? So maybe there's just like a ton of like backups. So I don't know why we're like we're holding like like the shield as like this big pedestal thing, right? When it seems like they're easily manufactured, right? Like there must be like a, a ton of them inside of like the the Avengers headquarters. Who knows, right? Anybody can get a shield. You can get a shield. You can get everybody get a shield. It's not like Shama's thing, right? face is like, wait, what? No, I mean, because remember, and also you also have to out. understand that he was old. Yeah. When. So he could have been talking to somebody. He could have had it made 10 years ago. He could True. have had it made. So, you don't know. This is my thing though, right? This show is pretending like Steve Rogers is dead. Now to the world, and we don't know, he may be dead. These men know he's not dead. I've got a problem with that. Am I the only one? Yeah, but it, it's, it's, he's, well, he's living his life. They can't bother him. Why? 
because he's loving his life. <laughs> okay, yeah. thank you. you. Gotta respect. <laughs> thank you very much. Also, he's, yeah. a, he's, a, he's an old man. The world, okay. the world doesn't know that he's a he's an old man. That's great, but Sam and Bucky do exactly. Okay, but that's it. And 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 the end, just like they are living, living, like leaving him to live his life the way he is, you know. And the world doesn't know that. The world knows that like Captain America died, you know, like or disappeared, or like they don't know cool. what happened to him. So like Actually, he's not available. That's to talk a point on the phone. that like wasn't wasn't yeah. clarified to the world, especially that like everybody was talking about as if like they were watching Endgame, you know, like in one division. You know what? And I think are... it's another bothersome like little thing for me. I, I may be nitpicking, but but let people me talk know about too much. The shield. Let me talk about the shield, okay? The shield was made by Howard Stark from from the first sample he got the, of vibranium he got from uh, Wakanda yeah. uh, seven years ago, and then they, when they found like more pieces of vibranium, they made the other one. So it's rare, you know, like because it, uh, till this moment, like Wakanda wasn't uh, known to the world as as this country. On the other, even after like they revealed that w- what it is. People still don't know like about vibranium, about like that much usage of it. So it, it's not easily done, you know. And we don't know that if they have more or not. Cool. All right, little quibble then, but yeah, man. I will sh- say, Colby, I disagree with you a lot. Um, What's I new? am loving. <laughs> I'm well. I'm not going to argue about it. I'm just going to say I love Phase Four so far. Um, I did want to touch on the new Captain America from Episode One. What? How much screen time did we get? Not even a lot. Like three yeah. seconds. Brilliant! It was a brilliant second. Uh, I have to say, like we learned so much in a couple of seconds, and we knew we didn't like him in a couple of seconds. I don't know how they did it. They did a great job at whatever they did, whatever psychological great casting. That's why. And I don't think it has to do with just casting. I think it has to do with mannerisms, uh, blocking where the camera is, all this kind of stuff, and. I, brilliant that's all i have to say brilliant last second dre says that moves into episode two episode two introduces john walker the most american american right america could hope for wait did you say right america Uh uh-huh this new trope that is starting to show up in american cinema i love and it's men who are griping and whining and another man consults them, consoles, <laughs> consoles them. I, I think it's the funniest thing in a way that's like, woe is me. Not like actual trauma. Like, you know, like the Winter Soldier, that's trauma. You know, what he's going through and he barely talks about it. But like, but like these gripey moments that they're having and and another guy comes in and like, oh, it's okay, man. You're doing real great. And I just want to be I like. Mean, in all fairness, we don't know what John Walker has gone through. Listen, you, you're not going to like what I'm saying, point blank, period. But I find it hilarious. <laughs> whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I like, and actually, sure. I like what Desiree is saying and I agree with it. I love what is happening. Sure. I, I mean, I could, I could see the thought of it for sure. Um, it's like if you want to put in a girl's perspective so you guys can understand, it's like in a high school movie when a mean girl is complaining and her best friend is consoling her. That's the same feeling oh, that I get when this is happening. That's hilarious. Those scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. I get it. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Again, we don't know. We actually, all jokes aside, we don't know Walker's past. Uh, we know he's been through war. 
We know that he is a medal-winning war hero, three-time. I don't know if that works out the Pulitzer. Do you get nominated? And um, <laughs> he got. Now, my question, I guess, is Colby. I'll throw it at you first. Why do we immediately feel like we like he cannot hold the mantle? I feel like Drake kind of answered this earlier, but well, like no, like Drake kind of pointed to like at the end of episode one. It looks like there's like this this dude in cosplay. Like there's something about his right. suit that doesn't fit him right. Like he doesn't look intimidating at all. He's got this very like there's something about his face that looks like you just want to punch it, right? So that alone says that you can't handle the mantle of Captain America. <laughs> yes, yes. They he intentionally did that. It's not just the thumbs up and the wink. It's just it's the it face. Just want to punch it. Like, the, the, the design, the, the design of his costume, right? Mm-hmm. It's definitely it's like it's like a combination of what Captain America's uh, costume was in uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier, you know, which was kind of cool, kind of like a little bit more sleek, a little bit more like you know contemporary. Um, but then like adding those accents of red, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not like all the way with it, but I guess it makes sense. And don't even get me started on Battlestar in that costume. I'll okay, I'll save that for later. Okay, battle star. Uh, so I guess real quick, you know, we're immediately at odds. A- at this point, who sh- who at at this moment we don't we're like that guy should not be Captain America. Who should be Captain America? I don't know if I like the idea of Captain America anymore. Um, because when Steve was Captain America. I mean, throughout his journey, it's looked different. But by the end, he was what we should be. And I don't think Cap- I don't think anybody can represent America well right now because honestly, it's a bit ugly. And so I, if we want to be honest, this guy is a perfect representation of what America is. And so, do we really? I don't think there's a good person that would want to represent America, and I don't think we want a real person representing America, as I we will see in episode four. Yeah. So that is yeah. interesting. I don't want the Captain America. Like, I, I just want the shield to go to Sam or Bucky or between them, and that's it. Like, but Captain America was a whole phenomenon because of 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 the circumstances, because of how he started. He was needed because, because there was a war, right? Yes. You know, and, he was he was an ideal, not like not necessarily like a soldier. You know, they didn't even let him fight. Well, at yeah, first. he's he's I mean, if you look at the years of the journey, he was a soldier and then he was, you know, the good boy. <laughs> and, and then he was like, I'm actually going against what my government is saying because it's not right. Yes. And that's what he was he in yeah. the end. So and, and that's the embodiment around, of America. Like that. that, that even if. Yeah. Even if he was around and still young, and I don't even think the government would want him. I, I don't. They don't want Steve. They don't yeah. want Steve. That's for sure. So we cannot have anything that embodies what Steve was because yeah. it does. It wouldn't even work with him. I, I agree. Damn. So we're gonna get more into this idea of this is America, right? Uh this all this episode also brings Bucky and Sam together. Um, they team up. To go take care of a revolutionary group called the Flag Smashers, oh which God. is just the silliest name. The Flag Smashers. Um, who we hear that like that like that they want to revert things back to the way they were during the blip, right? Correct. Um, we get a one lot of uh, Sam people. and Bucky. We you said what? One world, one people. 
one world, one people. We get a lot, a lot. This episode is chock full of Sam, Sam and Bucky banter. Okay, back and forth all, all, all day long. Um, Bucky is upset with Sam for giving up the shield to the new Captain America. Sam is like, I didn't do that. It's a yeah. very good. What was I supposed to do? There's a lot of this, uh, a lot of jokes, a lot of making fun of each other. Uh, you know, uh, Bucky wants to do things his way. And Sam's like, bro, we got technology. <laughs> so we get a lot of this like back and forth. Um, we get the flag smashers <laughs> introduced. Uh, Carly. And the super soldiers, uh, we f- they fight Falcon and Winter Soldier on trucks. Uh, we get John Walker, aka quote unquote Captain America, uh, shows up with Lamar. Uh, they give him a little bit of help. Um, we get that scene that's like highly discussed on the socials right now, right? Um, we get Bucky, you know, uh, 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 John Walker's fighting with the shield. He throws it, and Bucky catches it with with his normal arm. And people are like, yeah, remember when Captain America had the, he threw the shield at Bucky and Bucky caught it with his metal arm, dog? Like, John Walker ain't nothing, bro. We can't take this guy seriously. He's a joke. Uh- <laughs> yeah, exactly. We cannot take him serious. Like, to be honest, uh, I just watch him. Okay. Okay, dude, wearing a costume, you know, that's it. <laughs> yes. Better for party wearing for a costume. Yeah. Uh, we get the Flag Smashers go away. They they, they get away. Um, Bucky and Sam clearly want nothing to do with John Walker. I don't like this dude. Um, and then, you know, what I was getting to, we get the scene where, like, I was not expecting a scene like this. A lot of, I, I feel like it, it, it has a lot to do with what you guys are talking about, the America that want that is being represented today. You know, uh, Bucky and Sam visit Isaiah, and we learn about the first black super soldier. To Sam's surprise, we find out that there was another super soldier out there. And the world never learned about him because he was a person of color. Like, Sam was, like, so appalled by this. But as the viewers, were we that surprised? Shama, were you that surprised? Yeah, I was surprised. Definitely. I wasn't surprised. But, like, I but, wasn't but surprised. America of that time, America of that time just wanted, like, uh, the white Captain America to be known. Like, it's only one. It's the one and only super soldier of that time. And that's it. Like no, like they didn't care about Isaiah, but and that's not fair. And unfortunately, that was the whole lifestyle of the whole country. For law, and for- the thing is that we know that they made more than one, right? There, there were more than one super soldiers because we know Bucky, right? He's a super soldier. So it didn't surprise me that there was a black super soldier, and it certainly doesn't surprise me that he was not used as an image of hope. <laughs> In those times, 70 years ago. Colby, what'd you think of this? This this whole sequence? I felt like it was a pretty powerful sequence. What'd you think? I felt the opposite. I really didn't like it. Oh, what happened? I don't know, bro. It just it didn't work for me. Um, one, so refresh my memory. Why did they go there anyway? Bucky just wanted to... Yeah, to, so to, a lot Bucky of a lot of the show, it's like I really, I'm really not understanding why, and it's just like, oh, we just, we just kind of wanted to. No, and I feel was, like that's what I kind of got. It was what? It was essential to happen because he wanted to know uh, um, uh, from Isaiah because he know he knew Isaiah like a long time ago, so he wanted to know from him what does he know about the serum, especially that like uh, they were enemies because like Bucky was with Hydra and and Isaiah was with the American government. So and he's right. the only one that he knew, he knew from the old people that he, that can help him. 
So it was essential to go find like he at least needs a clue, you know, like he needs like the beginning of the of the thread to find um, uh, how these people are super having to these super soldier powers. Uh-huh. So all right, so real quick, um, who developed the super soldier serum? Like the old one or the new Which one? Which one? The old one was the doctor. That, I, I the, believe the, it was Tony Stark's dad. Yeah, and what? No, what, 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 what no was not, who, not the dead. The doctor himself that died. There that he was shot by by the Nazi guy. Yeah, and uh, but what and was one the organization his, that developed the super soldier serum as presented in the MCU? It was the, the, early, the it, was was the, it was the early organization of Shield with Peggy exactly. Carter, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Right, right. So in this timeline, right, not too long ago, they just were in touch. With Samuel L. Jackson, aka Nick Fury, he'd probably be the better black guy to call. Okay. Yeah, but see, this is the the risk you take. When you try, when you want to make this super interconnected universe, you need to explain away all of like, like, why aren't you doing this? Okay, but the the storyline and your tropes with phase four, yeah, your troubles with phase four aside, but it's the message. The 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 question was the message. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of a black person being hidden, black did, super soldier. Did that surprise you? Is what Raul asked. I think, and I think, I think that Bucky wanted. I think ultimately, Bucky wants Sam to be to take the mantle, and Sam is saying, "I can't do that. That's not me." And I feel like he's like, "No, this is what this guy should have. This was should have happened to this guy. He should have been a Captain America, right? He should have been." Because of the color of his skin, they did not allow him to do so. I feel, they, it, I, it, I says, feel more- it says a lot for you to take that mantle. Somebody that looks like you. Because, like, imagine what that would have done to you to know that there had been a, a black. You might be more. Yeah, I don't want to be in Captain America guy. if you knew that so there was a maybe, black. Maybe, maybe that's my problem. I don't need that coming from a white guy. Like, I feel like there's been several times inside of this particular series where I'm having these white men tell this black man, why didn't you do this for like, you know, for like, and he's, the, he's the only one that knows about it. No, but then also I got Zemo talking about like, you know, like I, uh, the winter soldier did not grow up in this environment. So oh, I don't he understand did. why no, he, he did. Ha- no, he no, definitely no, did. No, 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 no. He grew, he yeah, he grew up in the 40s. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, did. He, did. he grew up in it worse. He a huge part of his life. Yeah. With overseas, under a lab, and just being used, being yeah, a lab rat. Before that, that, he was an American male, you know, living in America where like black folks were not considered first class citizens. Yes, but like that's what we're. I think that yes, that is com- that is completely accurate. But like so that's like, also like that. I guess so Steve Rogers level, grew up in the we, same we, era, so that's true. like putting Steve Rogers in the same place. True, but he so also but like, like tw- at the end of the day, like twenty years post, you know, coming back from the ice to kind of like you know change it. This dude has had like you know on and off. But it just it was it was something that you said where it's like, hey, you should do this because look at this. Bl- the, he was kept, you know like you should be able to do it because there was a, somebody else that was like him. I don't want that coming from him. But like, that's there's nobody else to do it. There's nobody at the end of the day. He's the only one that has this information. There's nobody else to do this. Yeah, they didn't give it. So like, he didn't get any information. You know, like I thought. What was more powerful? No, he's was the trying. Scene that happened he's after try, that with the, with he's trying to the trigger something in Sam. He's trying to get Sam's but information. Why? He's the only person that can get this information. Because Sam is more than he sees. Yes. Well, and I, I don't understand. To stop, I don't, Sam. 
Yeah. Sam doesn't see himself as worthy as being Captain America. What We're going to move on. What is problem with Bucky? Yes, exactly. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to move on. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not winning. You're asking I felt more the scene, the, the encounter with the cops afterwards. I felt like that, 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 that was giving me more than the scene before. That was a strong scene, but like it was the traditional way of handling this situation. But like the Isaiah, uh, Isaiah scene was so, was so powerful, was so important we, to, for us to know that this was happening, for Bucky to show something that happened in his early life. Like we have to pay attention that like Bucky wasn't in the eyes like, like Steve Rogers. He was out. He was out there. He was killing all these people, and he was living. So part part of his consciousness was having what's what's happening, and part of it was 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 done, you know. And and say and as Des said, Sam was so important to 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 feel somebody empowering him and showing him his worthiness, you know, like he's worthy. So uh, th- th- that was important. Like I I think the same way. I agree. Yeah, um, I I wish I could have read it the same way, but it's all right. We get uh, Bucky and Sam decide they're going to go visit Zemo to get some information uh, about the super serum, super, super, super person serum. I don't know. Um, Because Hydra, you know, he has a connection in that part. So he might have some information. Um, That leads us to episode three. We get Sam and Bucky break or at least assist Zemo in breaking out of prison. Um, We also learn that the trigger words that once activated the Winter Soldier no longer work. Um, which we're going to get into in episode four. And then we go to Madripoor. Shall we know where Madripoor is? Yes, I know. <laughs> oh, it's a real place? I thought it was like a fictional city. So, like, no, actually, I don't know, but I don't know like, what is it oh. here in the show. Happening, so. <laughs> it's a fiction. Uh, all right. Uh, so they make some mistakes in Madripoor. They become hunted by the bounty hunters. They come across Sharon, Peggy's... Uh, granddaughter great niece great niece um they accidentally kill the scientists that's recreating the super serum sharon helps them out and they have a new enemy in the power broker for killing uh their, his his as his, a uh, scientist they travel to latvia with zemo now on a fancy jet because zemo's filthy rich because he's a baron um and they're going in search of you know the uh the group known as the Flag Smashers. Uh, we get we we further meet Carly, who seems to be the leader of the Flag Smashers. I hate saying that, and we see that Why she. Why you know, that? They Flag Smashers. Flag yeah, smashers. first of all, Flag. I, I like what they did with the, with Carly's character. It was always in the comics. Uh, He's amazing. just talking about the name. I know, but like Flag Smashers were, were like there from the from the forties and the fifties, and they included like the Punisher. The, he was a Flag Smasher. Um, uh, Moon Knight was a flag smasher, and uh, and Carly was like a very powerful guy in the in the comics, and I'm I'm happy that like they made they made the character a girl, and um, and we we see like the like her feelings at the same time, and like the 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 sickness of of of, um, of good things, good deeds, you know, like uh, even the name. Does the name bother you? Yeah, he's talking about the name when he says it bothers him. It does him. feel weird. It does, it's I, I, I like having the context. Thank you, Shaman. That was great context to bring into the conversation. <laughs> and I do like. I actually really like Carly's character. Um, but then you know they're like supposed to be these revolutionaries trying to save the world, trying to save the people. Um, they blow up a building with people in it. Well, at least she does. Um, we kind of see that her group feels weird about it, and then the episode ends. With us meet, meeting Ayo of the Dora Milaje of Wakanda, who show up to take Zemo. 
the episode ends, which I love the the little show up of that, getting that Wakanda flair in here, leads us into episode four. Oh, that by the way, episode three, not my favorite, not at all, the least favorite. Me, me neither. Yeah, 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 I agree. Episode four, I wrote down the synopsis here. John Walker loses patience with Sam and Bucky as they learn more about Carly Morgenthau, a.k.a. the leader of the Flag Smashers. She doesn't even have a cool villain name. I think Carly, I think Morgenthau is a cool name. I don't, what one, why are we putting such a stress on these surnames? Like, <laughs> John I, I, Walker, I don't, I don't, I don't Carly get Morgenthau, yeah, Steve like, Rogers. This is it's always Carly. a thing. Bucky Barnes, we know everybody's last names. You don't want another girl's last name? Not at all. <laughs> that's what it is. I don't. There's nothing about that group that's intimidating at all. Like I think it's a, it's such a weak villain choice. I think that's, I for think this that's show. part of the point. Really? Yeah. They're yeah. also all winners. So I mean, I, I honestly think it either they're doing a bad job at showing us how horrible this group is, or I don't understand why all this power is going after them except for the serum. Like I think that's the only reason why these powerful avengers are going after them but as far as like who they are as people you're right they are weak because they're real they're not ultra villains they're just real people who have been hurt if anything they remind me of young wanda and her brother real people with a shotgun so the episode opens with actually i thought was a great scene I call it the, the breaking of the Winter Soldier and the making of the White Wolf. Oh my gosh, that scene was so good. Uh, really, really liked it. He was giving we a great a little performance. More, yes, he gave a great performance. Um, we get we get a little more about of Io, um, and we see that she helped break him of the trigger words that once activated the Winter Soldier for service. And what did she say? You're free? Yeah. Oh, and how many years? How how many years was uh, he under that spell? Almost a hundred. Seventy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah seventy. It's yeah, crazy. Seventy. Um, so it's it's a really nice scene. Um, and then we go back to where we ended last episode with Io talking to the White Wolf in the alleyway in Lafia, um, and telling him she's coming for Zemo. And then he says, "I need him," and she says, "I got you. Got eight hours." And she, she ain't playing. We get that nice so. Zemo and Falcon, right? Winter Soldier's not there yet. They're trying to discuss about, you know, the serum, such and such. And then we get this nice little line where Sam says, the serum didn't corrupt Steve Rogers because we know that Zemo is very against the serum. He believes that too much power breeds corruption. Um, And Zemo says, touche, but there has never been another Steve Rogers. Which there's something about that line to take it, to to, it, it, you can take it as there being a way of just like, will there not be another Captain America? Yeah, I think it's on purpose that they say Steve Rogers and not Captain America. Um, exactly, especially that Zemo, he was saved from killing himself by Steve Rogers at the end of Civil War when he was sitting with him on the rock and Zemo was about to kill himself, and the the conversation between Steve Rogers and him was so powerful. So that's a, he appreciates this from him. No, to T'Challa seems. Yeah, that's. A, I was like, wait a minute, hold on. I could have sworn that was Black Panther. Yeah, oh, T'Challa right. seems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a powerful scene. But yeah, yes, it's a powerful T'Challa scene. Yeah. Um, no. but I, I don't know. I feel like you could take it as like there will there there will never be somebody worthy of 
Captain America mantle because there is nobody like Steve Rogers. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why I said like earlier, the circumstances that made Steve Rogers Captain America was unique, like were unique, like nothing else happened in that way. Also, the serum that he 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 got is not the same one that uh, Winter Soldier got because like the guy died immediately and they didn't, they were trying to recreate it and Zola was helping them also to recreate it, but it wasn't the same original one. So the one that Steve got, nobody else got. Then we get Zemo giving candy to kids. <laughs> That's a creepy no, no, so sorry. scene, man. Yeah, they, they are Turkish delights, and they are phenomenal. Like that's candy. Are, it me. was creepy, man. That's tur- I was like, Turkish I candy. was like into this guy. Like he's pretty cool. I like Zemo. Yeah. And then he did that, and I was like, oh, man, if I saw you on the street. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 what? What do we think Zemo's up to? Like, what's I his? Really think, I don't know. He, I, he, I, I feel like he has an agenda. I think. Well, we kind of find it out in this, right? Um, he wants to get rid of the super serum. He wants. I think he also does not want to go back to prison. So he kind of says, I'm holding on to whatever cards I have because I don't want to go back to prison, right? I want, and, and I don't want you also to give me up to the, the freaking Wakanda. That's not what I want to happen. But one question that if things are bothering uh, Colby in that way, he's going to all these countries legally with his uh, private jet. Even Apparently. when you go in a private jet, you have to give them your passport to go through the airport because he's yeah. at the airport, and he's a, <laughs> an international war criminal that is in prison that escaped. So the Interpol is not after him. Nobody is after him. Like the interconnection, and 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 to mention this earlier, when you mentioned the interconnection between the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there are things that we always ignore in like because there is no other way. When you are watching one of the uh, sequels to any of the main characters, like in Iron Man three, why when this happened to him, nobody else from the Avengers that they were together came to help him? You know, because we always think that. That something is happening in end like uh, isn't the Hulk available? Isn't Black? Uh, I'm not, I mean, uh, um, uh, the Hulk available? Hawkeye available? Where are these people? They are available. Do something else because we agreed like with with no terms between the MCU things that like when we have a standalone show or a standalone film, we will not ask where are the others because people can just like travel instantly or they can teleport you, or you they are, can you are correct you're correct there's like this unspoken thing like unspoken term, it's unspoken yeah. when it's good when it's not that's how you start like oh this is not working and then you start picking more nits right so like i was literally gonna pick that nit of like yo they're literally going from airport to airport with somebody who is an escaped convict right of the highest in order. his plane like you know so first um, of all if he's an international uh criminal like freeze this, all his he, assets he, like his account and, and all his accounts are confiscated till he till he's back and so but these things we listen, ignore guys. We ignore them because we just like, go with the flow, you know? And that's why, like, it's right. unspoken term, by terms. None of us have ever been barons, okay? We don't know how this works. Yeah, we don't know how this works. <laughs> but I will say, I appreciated the Dora Milaje in this episode. It, it, it further showed how badass they are. Because um, yeah. apparently, like, don't ever put your hands on a Dora Milaje because ultimately they will just try to kill you. She was pulling no punches. She wanted to spear my dude through the chest for touching her shoulder. Like, Man, Do and it was great to bring Ayo Ayo back because, like, she was the one in Civil War that was with, with the with the king first, yeah. with King with King T'Chaka, and 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 move, is, or I will move you <laughs> exactly because it, they only casted both of them uh, at that time before before having the the whole cast afterwards, and even uh, while they gave bigger role to Akoyo uh, afterwards, 
She will come back in Wakanda and uh, like the the TV show, but here that was oh, great right. placement series. That's right. Yeah, that's a great placement for Ayo for for her character because we didn't see that much from her, and she was great in Civil War. Bro, she literally disarmed Bucky. No, no. But she knows the clue because like she was like he didn't even know that that was a thing. He does, <laughs> yeah, and I love that they asked these questions. His face when it was happening, he's like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> And I love when they threw the spear and like, and uh, he couldn't get it out. He said like, it's she doesn't even she's not even a superpower. She doesn't have superpowers. She's not a super soldier, which was great line as well to be said. You know, it was cool like, to see John Walker's kind of like disposition just further getting broken throughout this episode. You can see him like, like I, I would say this from Wyatt Russell. This is the best performance. This is the, where I truly was kind of like not growing to like him, but understanding his character that he is being set up to essentially turn bad right um even having that sharp um sound um you know uh design inside of the scene when he completely breaks um when lamar um dies right like all of that it was done really really well his growing impatience like with zemo and stuff like that and just like he's not anything and then he you know happens upon this serum and we never see him take it but i guess we know he does when he does the thing Mm -hmm. and that's why episode four is great like it's my favorite so far Episode four, yeah, it definitely had some of the stronger moments. So yeah, so we get that, you know, we get um John Walker starting to lose his patience. Um, we see him building and building. He's getting frustrated with Bucky and Sam not listening to him. Bro, you ain't nothing to them. <laughs> so uh he wants to give them orders, but they are not about to listen. Um we get a couple of really good monologues. So we get like the monologue at the funeral from Carly, um, again building more on her character. Um, you know, we're having our, building more on this, the empathy with her, though, like she blew up a building with people in it. So it's, it's, she's trying to justify it. Um, we get a really great conversation between her and Sam where he says, you know, a lot of people consider you supremacists and, and he kind of helps her to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting a lot of that really good moments, really good conversations in this show in general, like in this episode, we're getting a lot of really good conversations. So we get that one. Um, we get. You know, uh, freaking John Walker breaks in, doesn't let him finish his conversation. Um, we get a little action sequence there. Um, Zemo breaks most of the vials. Cap knocks him out and takes the last vial. And then we get back at the apartment. You know, Sam says he would not take the serum if it was offered to him. The Dormelage show up to collect Zemo as they said they would. It's been eight hours. They have jurisdiction wherever they want. Wherever they go. <laughs> uh, and yeah, like you said, bro, she gives him the A palm and takes off homeboy's arm. Uh, and we this is a really good fight sequence yeah. between them. The Dormilage, we've already we know they're badasses. They continue to show that here. Like you said, holding no punches. She's trying to take this dude out. Um Cap gets his feelings hurt because he gets beat by, he doesn't say this. He says, oh, they weren't even super soldiers. Really? He's mad he got beat by girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Zemo pulls an El Chapo. <laughs> we get that conversation between John Walker and Lamar, where John Walker is asking Lamar if he would take the serum. Lamar says, absolutely, I would. And again, we get these moments where he's like hyping him up, where he's just like, bro. You won three medals. You've already proven that you're a hero. Like you got nothing to prove. If you took the serum, you would continue. You would be a greater hero than you already have proven to be. 
Lamar are- Battlestar, Magical Negro. <laughs> I just don't believe it. I don't believe this guy who's been his best friend doesn't see these signs. Right? That like, I just don't believe it. Like, yeah. And yeah. this. Yeah. And yeah, of course he wouldn't hesitate. Because he seems like he's got great character. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's not thinking about it in a way of like, I'll be, you know, more powerful. He's thinking about a way of like, I could do more. You know, I understand my limits. And that is not how this guy's thinking of it. Yeah, because Stanley Tucci even says that inside of Captain America, the first Avenger. The serum makes you, you know, if you're good, it'll make you more good. If it makes you, if you're bad, it'll make you more bad, right? Um, And it's crazy that like, you know, there's something about this actor. I don't know why. I just... Anytime I see him on screen, I can't stand him. Um, he was inside <laughs> of the wars. Yeah, he was inside one of the Saw sequels, and I just like I cannot. I was like, "Who is this Wesley Snipes knockoff? Take that eye makeup off! You are bothering me, bro." There's they both had the most punchable faces in superhero history. I don't know. Like I can't buy him and like, oh, I, I could give a battle star little like you know, uh, see, you, you, are you jealous? You know, I got my little shut up. I don't care about your little thing, bro. And like, but yo, yo Carly, Carly punched a hole. I, I really wish there was a way to like depict that better. Like I wanted to see her like the force. Like I wanted him to go through the pillar, and then like I wanted I wanted a Wonder Woman blood uh, blood splat in Zack Snyder's Justice League, right? <laughs> like, but then that uh, slow okay, oh, that okay. would have been like, great. Uh, then you just you really really know like oh because there's times when like there there clearly other fights that happen and like they're being hit and they're not dying from it. But I guess this time this is just that one punch that uh, Battlestar couldn't take. Colby. You referenced the magical Negro. Can you explain yeah. that for us? Yeah. So um, for those <laughs> that don't know about the magical Negro, essentially it is a supporting character that clearly um, is only designed to support the white protagonist, right? Um, so in cinema, it's just a stock character um, and he's just there to give some insight or sometimes they have special powers or something like that. And it's clearly just to kind of aid um, the white you know, hero or in this is just the anti-hero i don't know what we're going to call john walker just as of yet and that's really to me all that lamar will be an anti-hero because like that's how he is in the comics okay and i understand like yeah this captain america guy is more of the main character but man in their conversations he acts like the other dude doesn't have any problems like you're gonna ask him like he's constantly making sure your mental health is good yeah do you want to ask him how he's doing i think you don't know he could have broken up with his girlfriend you don't know like yeah. he's a super no cheerleader. reciprocation. Like I just yes. don't buy the friendship. Yeah. I, I'm like, are you guys actually friends? Well, I, I like that Kobe brought up the magical Negro because I definitely think it that's exactly what he is. And he fits because of what John Walker's trying to represent. Right? And so it's it almost seems fitting, but like it's also extremely frustrating. And he's even that breaking point, right? Where he dies, Carly kills him. And he is the breaking point of, oh, now I'm over the edge. And now we're going to see the real John Walker. Uh, Shield in the wall. Walker took the serum. We know that now. So now he can give a little more fight, right? He can match them. I almost would like love to have seen like his turn. Like, you know, see him like really wrestle with him in the middle of the night, decide to take it or something like that. I don't know. And like, you know, his, yeah. his veins turn blue or whatever. And then you think like he may have died, but then he wakes up and then we don't see him again until like he's, you know, I don't know, like maybe no, it didn't work because like it, it doesn't, it's not supposed to work for everybody, you know? And uh, like when he died, it wasn't, 
I don't know. I didn't feel that he was grieving the loss of his friend. I It almost felt like, okay, the one thing that was holding me back, the one good thing that was making me good, just died. It didn't, it didn't, it was like the humanity that kept him grounded died. It didn't feel like a real friend died. And I think that has to do exactly. a lot with their exactly. conversations. I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like they were actually friends. The Winter Soldier and Falcon aren't even friends, and they feel like more friends than these two do. Correct. Yeah, well, they have more shared history. It's the way it's the way that Lamar's written, where it seems too perfect. Like this dude is just like always talking my guy up. Like he's like he's in his corner, man. Yo, you're really really good, bro. You don't ever doubt yourself. And it's like, all right. You're so you're so good looking. Don't even don't even feel insecure. Ah, that sure looks so good yeah, on bro, you. Wait. <laughs> she didn't say no because you were ugly. She didn't say no because you were yeah. an asshole. She said no because you know she's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love this trope that is showing up but because be friends don't keep what... their friends accountable. They just yeah. hype them up. So and then we get a sequence of and Dre pointed this out. I was like. Figuring out the show outline of the show, and Dre was like, "Man, those familiar images, though." We get that familiar image that we've seen Steve Rogers of of we get uh, uh, John Walker jumping out the window with the shield on his side and his arm up and his knees to his chest, and he goes out the window from the side. Drops. We get the superhero land on the car just like Steve Rogers' cap, right? On a car, actually, he's done it yeah. twice. And then he chases down the enemy, and then we get the the, the, the familiar image of when Steve. His fighting Iron Man lifts the, the the shield above his head and starts striking. Except Cap only did it once. <laughs> hit him in the chest to disarm him because no one to strike him in the head would have killed him because he had no helmet on. But John Walker, here we see the true difference. He shows his real colors, and like the title of the show says, he does it while the whole world is watching. That was unexpected. That was epic. Epic. We. Yeah, and then we get that image of the bloody shield. Which have we ever seen blood on the shield? Never. That is a crazy. Oh, image. Chitauri blood. <laughs> Isn't it green or blue? Yeah. Blue, it's it's like green, green, blue, or purple. One of those. One of those three. Dirt on it and things, but we you always you things. always make non-human blood a different color because it makes you less less emotional about it about seeing it. I was it's less gory if it's a different blood. color. I was really surprised there was this much blood that we, we were able to see. You know, it's like it's literally oozing from the guy's arms. And I would have loved it if it was a bit more graphic. And of course, it probably could. I would have loved it if like the shield was stuck in this guy's chest. The guy is literally being buried into the grub, like the rubble. You see the, the entire thing breaking apart. His his body like completely limp and like in like an unnatural position because he's just been like his chest caved in. And then he takes the shield up. And oh lord. I actually I actually would have liked it cuz to me he's aiming at the neck. So I would have liked it if we get a shot where we don't see the head but we see the shield and we see that it's like up right above the neck and we see the lower half yeah. of the like, neck down. Like imagine if this like, was if, if this was a scene from The Boys on Amazon Prime. Oh. <laughs> imagine how this would have been. <laughs> would have been crazy. <laughs> exactly. So and this is Disney Plus so seeing blood actually there like what was thoughtful from them. So I think it's, it's I think it's on camera, clear. bro. I think it's pretty clear on what this means, right? So the world is seeing it. Sam and Bucky see it. They already didn't see him as a cat of Captain America, but now they know he's a super soldier. He's more of a threat. 
um, and he has broken. What? He broke the shield. I mean, huh? Think about it. He Essentially, we're seeing the shield broke. What the shield stands for is now broken. Yeah. The whole world is seeing it. Well, I, I get it. That's what we want. I am I am tracking with you. In my mind, in my naive mind, I am thinking, oh, the U.S. has got a PR nightmare. Nightmare. <laughs> but don't act like these arrogant people who are in government won't try and spin it a certain way yeah, or cover it up or see like – you didn't mean to do that. You were just doing your job. He he was a terrorist. Another they black friend's gonna come in and whisper this to this dude's ear. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't mean to do the, that. <laughs> they might they might splice some of the footage together to make it look. I don't know. I I am tracking with you. Like I believe that this is a yeah. PR nightmare, and they they did just kill the shield in that moment. But I wouldn't be surprised. Well, we're here because we have two episodes left. What's going to happen? Colby, I'll start with you. What like we? What can we expect now? Again, I am not a comic book reader. I don't know anything about uh, uh, the John Walker character in the comics. What does this Apparently, mean now? This is following no. This is following no kind of threads of like storylines from you know, for, for the best of my knowledge, from anything that's came before it, right? So two things. This show is unique in the fact that I don't know what the goal of it. It's, if, it, if it's just to stop the super soldier program, right? It was never really like conveyed to be that way. They know that there was a serum. They don't want it to get out or to have it further replicated, right? They've now eliminated the doctor who was responsible for creating the serum, right? They now have like eliminated this, you know, the serum to the best of their knowledge that was created. So it's gone. So really it's just a matter of apprehending this, you know, this, you know, revolutionist group, you know, the flag smashers, right? It's a, it's a little bit weak sauce in regards to a big superhero story, right? But I know that for some stories, you're going to have to make them small. For me, if this show really wants to redeem itself and make it like something spectacular, I all I need this all to be a planned out by Zemo somehow. Like that's how my mind is working. Like the framework and structure of the show says Zemo somehow, he is the power broker. That he knew for a fact that when the Avengers came back from the blip, that somehow it will be engineered in a way that he can be able to get himself out of jail. He can be able to, you know, oh, uh, the, the the super soldier serum was not meant to get out, but it did. He was finally, he found a way to be able to clean all this stuff up, right? He's actually the one that is manipulating messages and like twisting Carly and stuff like that. And ultimately finds a way where he knew, he knows that America would be so America and would find a way to replace Captain America. And then he wants to be able to destroy the shield because that's the entire mission that he's been on is to be able to show the Avengers from within. So if this is some grand plot by Zemo, this show will like truly earn like my, like my praise. But we've got two episodes left, and I don't know if there's enough time to be able to do it. I will say I'm glad that this is a lot more longer episodes than we had with WandaVision, but yeah, it is also yeah, three yeah, episodes yeah. shorter than WandaVision. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, but right now, I'm just eagerly more excited for Loki <laughs> than the rest of the series. Oh, I'm so waiting for it. Shama, what does this mean? The next two episodes, what's happening? Actually, I like uh, what Kaelin said, like what Colby said. Like It's, it, it's a great uh, thing, but I don't think in this short time it will happen. Uh, for me, like I, I, I see two different like scenarios that that might go. Just like the regu- the, the traditional way of um, of um, getting rid of uh, of the flag flag smashers and and end them entirely in this in this series, and Zemo will escape, like he will not go back to prison, and uh, at the end Sam will take uh, the shield. Or on the other side, we will see like something like completely different, and uh, that uh, Zemo will go with, with Wakandans. 
and uh, and the flag smashers like uh, will will stay and they will try to tame uh, Carly. That's that's what I see. But since you mentioned Loki, yeah. Loki, I'm will, not will, sure. I swear, if Carly becomes an Avenger, I'm gonna lose my shit. I really like. I stopped. I stopped. Let's go yeah. ahead. Um, I I was gonna say as far as the show ending goes, I I don't know. I don't know what I want. I I don't know if I want a Captain America at all. I do like the commentary that's being shown in the story, and I hope that they don't turn Carly into an ultra villain for the last few episodes because of what happened to her friend. I hope they continue to show that she's human. Actually, after this, I feel like the practical reaction would be a little bit of fear, uh, but I don't really have many predictions. I want her to help stop whatever captain is going to be, John Walker. Uh, but I really like what Colby said. I am a big fan. I actually really like Zemo. I want Zemo to continue being part of the show, a part of the MCU, because I just really enjoy his character. He brings a much needed accountability, even though he might end up being a bit crazy, but nobody else is saying the things that he's saying. Like, y'all are arrogant. Nobody yes. can have this much power. Yeah. And then they still touch on what happened to his family. I think to bring a little more empathy, continue bringing that empathy on him. Yeah. So I'm yeah, really hoping he becomes everything. A, yeah. I, I really hope they continue making him part of the MCU because I really enjoy his character. And Desiree's right. You know, he does bring a lot of much needed accountability. Yeah. Um, and Daniel Brule's performance is always a good. He's a good actor. He's fantastic. Yeah. He's yeah. Fantastic. So have you guys watched spend- the, um, the Zemo cut? The Zemo cut. Yeah. So Disney dropped one hour of behind the scenes footage of just uh, Zemo dancing at the club. That there was so much more that was ca- captured. So yeah, for, for for folks out there, go ahead and I Google the Zemo cut and give it a watch. <laughs> That's cool. And I know that like Kevin Feige said, like it's the fans were asking for more Zemo because there were no plan before before that to bring him back. And he was, uh, but, but from what he did in Civil War, like everybody loved him, loved his performance, loved the presence of the character. So it was great to have him back here. Yeah, he's great. So this is usually the part where we get into report cards, but we don't got report cards today because the show's not over. We cannot grade it respectfully, accurately. Without seeing the rest of the show, we got two episodes to go. We're uh, we're hoping that there's still a lot going on. Uh, a lot is revealed. Um, I want Zemo to be a greater part of it, like Colby said. I want Carla to be a greater part of it. Uh, yeah, and I I I can't say I'm excited. I loved Wandavision. I'm definitely I was definitely way more excited for those last three episodes of Wandavision than I am for the last two episodes of this. But I'm hoping they're able to bring it back. Um, you know, I love Winter Soldier, White Wolf, whatever you want to call them. Um, I love the Falcon, um, and I want I want to see them be able to wrap this up in a respectful way that makes us excited. Because like at the end of WandaVision, I was excited for what's coming, um, and I'm hoping that this can kind of do the same. Even though I'm not a huge fan of this series. Well, that's it for today's episode. That's our conversation on those first four episodes of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Everybody, if you got a chance, please let leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's very helpful. Helps us grow, helps us climb the charts. Um, so yeah, if you could take 10 seconds, leave us a review. We appreciate it. Colby Mack, thanks for coming on, my man. Uh, and uh, and yeah, just adding that, that, uh, that other voice to this conversation. You're a huge MCU fan. You're a huge superhero fan. Uh, let the folks know where they can find you and more of your work. Yeah, no, thanks for having me back. Can't wait to talk about episode five and six uh, in the coming weeks. You can follow Boy if you're not already doing so at Kobe Told Me on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm on TikTok and Clubhouse at Kobe Mac.
Thank you. Ooh, and team, where can the folks find you? You can find me at Ezer Photo on Instagram. That's E-Z-E-R. And you can find me at Mohamed Shama on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me at the Raul Nevado, Twitter, Instagram. You can find us at M Report Pod, Twitter, Instagram, Minority Report Film on Facebook. And you can find our website, all the written content, all the good stuff on there. That's mreportpod.com. Hey, be a part of the show. If you have a report, let us know. This is yours. Minorities Report. Peace.